It's me. It's me. It's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. And by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws. And you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer, the Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter too, at VOC Nation. What's up, ladies, stars, and stars? This is former WWE diva Maria Kanellis and current first lady of Ring of Honor, and you are listening to In the Room. BradyHicks.com. I got the full casting crew here. Well, Derek McDonald will be on shortly, but he will be on. Um, <laughs> Kathy Stroh, uh, Jordan. Jordan's joining us. I'm so excited. Uh, what, what's going on, everybody? How are we feeling tonight? I'm so jammed. Everybody, <laughs> great to be here tonight on yeah, In the Room. I'm, 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 di- I'm done with the elevator music, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, my apologies for the late start, guys. It, it just would not let me work. It just would not let me call in uh, with Skype. Apparently, I don't know. I uh, said there was some sort of a problem with my dialing out mechanism. Whatever. I I don't remember exactly what they called it, but uh, we have an exciting show tonight. Uh, I'm very excited. Uh, local announcer Salamander Jones is going to be coming on to, to be talking about uh, his Alzheimer's walk coming up this weekend and. Uh, collecting sponsorships. There's a very close tie-in with the Maven Bentley Association, which Kathy and I did. Uh, the memory remains uh, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before. Uh, so th- there's a lot going on tonight. Definitely, I want to talk a lot. I want to talk about 
I actually made a little list, guys, and I, I have to take the moment to bring it up. We do have to get our guests on. We also have the full queue of callers. Uh, the usual suspects are all in line here, so we will get to you guys as soon as we can. But if you want to join them on the phone lines, the number is 855-VOC-RADIO. That number is, again, is 855-862-7234, toll-free. Um, actually, I do want to bring one of the callers on real quick. Um, we do have to get our guest on, and we're a little behind. I did text him to tell him that. Uh, but, but Dustin, I wanted to get you on real quick. How you doing, buddy? Oh, great. Um, uh, Chicago won their game last night. Well, that's fantastic, <laughs> yeah. you know. You know what, if I'm going to get a daily update, uh, I feel like um, nobody better to get it from than you. And I have great news for you as well, my friend. I wanted to let you know that I have found a producer and a co-host, and we can move forward with this NASCAR Vroom Vroom Dustin wrap-up. Yes, yes. <laughs> Sunday night. Um, uh, what do you think? It, what, what do you think about like six o'clock Eastern? So like five o'clock your time. How does that sound, Dustin? Oh, uh, that's fine. That says that's right after the race is over. Oh, that's perfect then. So it'll be uh, six o'clock Eastern, five Central. Uh, just call the same number that you called here, and uh, Mr. Akbaz will be there to guide you through the zany world of the races. Uh, what, what are we calling it again? The, the Dustin Dustin's NASCAR wrap up. Well, it's NASCAR talk with Dustin. Okay. NASCAR talk with Dustin, and I think AK is going to join you if that's okay. Who? AK, <laughs> the Fun House on Saturday night. Oh, okay. Yeah, that AK. He, he's um, he's very excited. Who doesn't love AK? Um. I definitely don't recommend. That's not a show you want to listen to with your family, but uh, I'm sure you guys um, will have a great time. Um, uh, can, I, can I ask Stro a question real quick? Uh, ask away, uh, sure bro. Thing, then I got to get the guest on, but you can ask away. Um, uh, Stro, did you watch the race Sunday? Did you know Matt Kenneth is suspended for two races? Yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, what he did to Joey Gano, yeah. Um, that's what you get when you intentionally wreck somebody. So I'll cover that this this next week. This next, I mean, this Sunday, I'll cover that. I'll be I'll be tuning in, man. Because I'll be at the Texas now, Dustin, race. So, Dustin, how do you know that he did it intent? How do you know that he did it intentionally? Maybe he's just a bad driver. No, he did it intentionally because it's payback for what happened two weeks ago. Because he got spun out, bet on for the win. And uh, he wrecked the guy that spun him out, and he wrecked him on purpose. So, so NASCAR now, said you can't do that. What? Just that's that, booty. That, that's crazy. Now, now, um, I don't watch a lot of NASCAR, but I assume don't they all have that little button you can hit that makes like oil slicks come out of the back, so the, the other guys behind you skid out? No. Hey, I know your flyers oh, are struggling. Oh, why they? Your flyers, your flyers are struggling. Well, oh, are they? I didn't know that. <laughs> yes, they lost another game. It'll be they lost the last two straight. They lost the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs last night. Not Toronto. Well, man. Yeah, but well, we beat the Blackhawks. That's all that matters. Yeah, we're going to beat the Leafs. We're going to beat the Leafs. We're going to beat the Maple Leafs before the season is over. So we'll be good. Uh, Dustin, I'm going to put you back on hold. We got to get our guest on the line. Uh, hopefully you can hang out and we'll talk with you. We'll talk some broom broom later, all right? Okay. 
right. I, I could have sworn they had the button to hit to make the little oil slick come out the back. But like the James Bond movie. No, because exactly. James yeah. Bond. Oh. I'm thinking of Speed Racer, I think. I don't, I've never That's seen James it. Bond. Speed Racer. <laughs> I don't know. But we are trying to get the guests on the line right now. And hopefully, it looks like it went through. Hopefully, uh, he'll be able to hear us. I know the last couple of weeks we've tried to do this, and it, you know, it took a couple times, but... Um, Joining us on the line, and I do think he's here because I don't hear the voicemail thing. Uh, joining us on the line is a local announcer, a good friend of mine, and Kathy's, and um, somebody who's working toward a very great charity this weekend. Uh, Salamander Jones, what's going on, buddy? Hey, how are you guys doing? Hey, uh, we're bud. doing awesome, man. Hey, Salamander. It's, it's so good. It's so good to hear from you, man. And, and, and just so you know, joining us on the line right now, it's uh, the, the whole cast and crew from In the Room. It's myself and Kathy, uh, the Stro from WCW, and Jordan J. Garber as well. So, we're all here. Well, how do to everyone? How you guys doing? <laughs> how do? <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, we're all unicorning right now. Uh, Salamander, uh, tell us a little bit. Uh, let's start off right away with this walk. Let's get this, uh, let's get this part of it, you know, underway. I, I definitely want people to know about this. So, you're doing the Alzheimer's Walk this weekend, and there's a very close tie-in with the Maven Bentley Association. Yeah. Um, um, uh, let me see. Uh, well, the Alzheimer's Walk, uh, they actually have it um, pretty much um, nationwide. It's in it's in various cities. Um, you can actually uh, you can find one near you if you obviously are near Philadelphia. But uh, yeah, the uh, Philadelphia one is usually in I would say like uh the first or second week in November. And um uh Chris Barringer and myself have been um uh well we've been doing the walk as uh the uh team body slam slash C C W team since I guess about two thousand ten. Okay. Um, very cool. Yeah, it's uh it's it's basically uh you know uh there's a um uh there is a website which if you give me a minute I could probably pull it up here. Um but uh basically it's a website and um you can um you can sign up and uh if you know someone that already has a, a, a team, you can join a team. Or if you want to start your own, you can start your own team. And usually they, uh, you know, they let you know about, I guess, about three months out. And you uh, can start a team and uh, uh, basically put a link on the page so people can, you know, actually just make donations directly to the link. And, uh, and you know, you just try and, uh, you know, you set yourself a goal and see how much money you can possibly raise before the uh, the uh, date in November. The nice thing is, though, is that uh, you you can even uh, I think it's a couple days after the walk, people can still donate mm-hmm. if they want to. So well, I mean, it, it stays open. It's it's kind of like a GoFundMe site without the bad intentions of it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a GoFundMe site with a worthy cause. Yeah, how crazy! Exactly. Um, Not moving to Florida. But yeah, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> 
no, and that sounds awesome. So, you know, we're definitely going to, what we're going to do is we'll put the links up for everything on the website so that people can follow along and uh, make a pledge if they want to or, or sign up themselves to walk if they want to uh, in, in their own local area. So we'll definitely make sure to pass that along. Uh, I, I did mine in Carolina last to... weekend, actually. I did mine in Carolina uh, for Alzheimer's. I did mine this past weekend. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Oh, cool. You, you, you do so many awesome charities. You really do. <laughs> it, it's funny because, um, like, uh, the, the, way, the way I got involved with it is actually through um, uh, Chris Barringer, who you know, who actually, uh, with Maven Bentley, set up uh, uh, the Memory Remains um MBA show which we just did our third annual show um he actually uh, approached me uh, when we were both working at CZW uh because I lost my grandmother to Alzheimer's in uh summer of 09 so uh he he had been uh, he had lost his grandfather about 5 years before and uh he had uh, said you know hey I'm doing this charity uh, if you would be interested in joining my team and since then, we've done it every year since. I believe this. I can't. I'm not sure. If this is either our fifth or sixth year doing it. I mean, like, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a good thing. And I mean, I'm gonna personally, I'm gonna try and do it every year if I can. You know, mm-hmm. see what I can do to to try and raise some money. Because you know, it's if a lot of people know someone, even if you're not, uh, you know, even if they're not a, a family member know someone that's that's had to deal with this disease and it's 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 a horrible disease it really is i mean it's like it oh, just you know it 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 basically takes away who you are and 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 you know and you know and and just uh i mean in my grandmother's case um we we were we were fortunate cuz uh it didn't get you know too too horrible, I guess, if you if you wish, uh, uh, until like uh, towards the end, and uh, and I mean, uh, you know, like I mean, to give you an idea, people know about the uh, dementia aspect of it, and 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 that kind of, and that nature of like uh, the forgetfulness of it, but uh, um, my grandmother, my grandmother literally forgot how to eat. Yeah. I mean that's 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 the basic driving thing that you know what I mean that, that that keeps any organism anything any living creature alive, and she forgot how to do that. Like that's that's wow. how horrendous the disease is. Wow. I mean you oh, know it's it's truly tragic, and, and you know as you said, um, as Kathy and I have said numerous times, you know it's insane to think. Uh, that something that's so destructive could affect so many different people. You know, almost everyone that you meet has some sort of a tie-in, knows somebody, or is directly affected by this disease. It's, it's absolutely true. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, now, you now know. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, I go was going to say, finish, correct me if I'm wrong, but, but I believe I – believe, uh, 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 Kathy had to deal with it in her family as well, if, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you're right. You know, I mean, and 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 uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Again, I I believe you were on the front lines for that. I mean, it's 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 a yeah. terrible thing to to see. 
and you know, and even deal with it, it's it's you know, it's it's horrible. I I, I feel bad for anyone that has to uh, that, that that has to deal with that and see that you know with a loved one. And that's why you know that's why I once you know Chris told me about this thing. That's why I was like, all right, I'm on board, man. I'm going to do this as long as I possibly can. You know. Which is interesting, actually, because the walk's coming up this weekend, and I kind of have a bum foot. So we'll see how I feel when I'm done. Uh-oh. Oh boy! But, uh, I, I got you. Yeah, I, I got you. I might no, be, it's um. I might be dragging a leg. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean that—that's awesome that you're still going to follow through with it, and I, I think it's absolutely a tremendous cause. And as I said, we are going to put the links up for that as well. Uh, you know, if, if I were to look at this, and I look at some of the work that the Maven Bentley Association has done, that Maven Bentley himself has done, that Chris Barringer has done, and that you've done, and so many other people in the local wrestling community, uh, what, Salamander, what, what kind of outreach, uh, what kind of reception have you guys received from the wrestling community for this work that you guys are doing? Well, I mean, um, uh well, it's it's kind of interesting. Like, I think I think the NBA Association is um, uh, it's kind of localized, but I I sure. I think perhaps like more people are are are, are kind of catching on to what we're doing because uh, you know um, uh, obviously uh, Maven Bentley uh, 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 is uh, part of uh, the management uh, for you know, combat zone wrestling. And um, mm-hmm. what you're seeing out too, I think, if anything, is that uh, there's a, uh, I've seen a lot of uh, guys coming up to their dojo from, uh, from different areas now. Um, you know, like uh, I was talking to a gentleman that was, uh, he didn't, he didn't wrestle on the show, but he was helping out at the show. Um, and uh, like helping do setup and stuff. And uh, I know him. Uh, he, he's he's. Uh, I've actually uh, uh, worked a few shows with him. He's from Baltimore, and apparently, uh, he drives up here like twice a week uh, to work with them. And it's like a two and a half hour drive for him. So, like, I, I think if anything, I maybe uh, with uh, you know with these wrestlers coming in from from different areas, from Baltimore, from North Jersey, you know, some some hopping over from further out in Pennsylvania, you know, um, I think maybe it'll, it'll actually start to generate more of a buzz and, uh, and, and, and get even bigger. I mean, each show, I think we've done a a little better each time as far as, you know, uh, being able to, uh, generate, you know, some funds for the, for the Alzheimer's association. And, uh, you know, and, you know, you you know Maven Bentley. I mean, you may not know him like I know him, but uh, you know that he he he's a guy that genuinely cares, and uh, you know really, uh, you know he's done a, a few different benefits, uh, you know along the way, mostly for like local things like uh, you know local schools and stuff like that. And so I don't know. I mean, I I, I hope it does gain more ground. I hope it. Uh, I hope more people do realize it because, uh, you know, we could do bigger and better things with it. So, and, um, and you know what? That's my I, take. I definitely, I definitely would hope that's the case. And I, like I said, the uh, the outreach that I've seen just in just these couple little things that I've been involved with this year, uh, Kathy as well, and Kathy much more than me actually. 
Um, but, uh, you know, I, I love seeing the wrestling community, more specifically uh, the CZW and a lot of these local indies that are tied in with the CZW, companies like On Point and Sideshow Pro, that uh, share a lot of the guys from the same roster. Uh, Salamander, you mentioned being part of Team CZW for this walk. I think you called it the Body Slam Team or something like that. Um, tell us a little bit yeah. about your experiences through the years. I mean, you've been on and off involved with CZW and a lot of these other companies for, for years now. Yeah, um, well, I mean, you know, I, I actually got my start with CZW. Um, I actually, uh, uh, I was at a show, um, I guess, uh, back in summer of 08, maybe. And, uh, they did a, like an after party. And after the show, uh, me and my friends went to, uh, meet some of the guys. And I, I got to talking to, uh, DJ who was, uh, you know, was a uh, head trainer at the time. Uh, John still owned the company at this time. And, uh, he said, yeah, come on down. I said, how do I uh, get involved with like doing commentary or ring announcing things like that? Cause I knew I, wrestling was out like i like i already had a bum neck so wrestling was a bad idea and uh he said come on down and i mean like czw is where i got my start and through czw and like the guys involved in it that's how i wound up uh working with uh force one and um sideshow pro and uh, rcw out of baltimore uh gbw out of like york so yeah it just kind of you know, it's kind of you. You kind of get to, to make the rounds a little bit, you know. So yeah, no, and, and that's that's truly awesome. And I I think it's one of those things um, because this show uh, kind of tends to reach um, kind of a national, maybe even an international audience a little bit. Um, so I don't think necessarily that people grasp. Um, but sometimes when we'll get guests that live not too far from the area where Kathy and I live here in the Philadelphia, South Jersey area, um, I think a lot of people don't realize the reach and the impact that a lot of these companies uh, tend to have on a much larger scale. And uh, to look at CZW in particular, I mean, you've got to rank it as one of the um, – I, I, I would consider it in the lead indie, probably a top three, if not – uh, number two overall in the country. Uh, and, you know, here's a guy, Kathy I and Stroh, here's a guy who's been tied in with these guys almost his whole career, on and off. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, well, there you go. I'm, I'm, um, I'm here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought somebody else was saying something. <laughs> I, I, I thought I think the internet I think the internet's playing tricks on us a little bit. But uh, but Salamander, if, if people want to kind of uh, follow along with what you have got going on, aside from the Alzheimer's Walk, and obviously we'll put the, the links up and all that stuff. But if people want to follow along with you, what you've got going on, um, social media, you know, what, what do you what do you have there? Um. Well. Uh... Uh, I have, uh, obviously, I have a uh, Salamander Jones uh, Facebook page, and uh, it's um, it's actually just a regular Facebook page. I, I decided not to do a fan page. I tried to do it at one point. I, I don't know. To me, it didn't feel like I could interact with people. And if people want to, you know, chat with me and see what's going on, I want to be able to 
talk to him, you know, instead of just saying, hey, I'll be here, and, you know, and that's the limit of our contact. So uh, I have that, and um, uh, let me see. Uh, Twitter uh, is um, smanderj13. I warn you ahead of time, I'm really terrible at Twitter. <laughs> I'm re- I'm really bad at Twitter because Brady, Brady, Kathy, you guys know me. You know that if you get gabbing with me, I like to chat, and 140 characters <laughs> just is rough for me to keep it. You know to keep it right. down to that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, there's that, and um, I guess uh, oh uh, yeah, I do have an Instagram. Uh, uh, again, Smander J thirteen. I, I try to keep things simple, <laughs> mostly so I can remember it. But uh, yeah, I think that's. Uh, let me see, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, I think that covers it. Yeah, there might be a MySpace <laughs> somewhere back in the day, but I don't. I don't. I haven't been on that in a Probably long time, so I don't know. I actually, I actually just logged onto my MySpace yesterday. I was looking for this picture that I used to have. I really wanted to use it, and um, I, the only place I could figure that it might still be saved was on MySpace, but uh, no such luck. I, I don't know if... It, it seemed to me like MySpace got rid of a lot of the original pictures that I had, so I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Dude, I, I, don't, I wouldn't even be able to get on it, because I, have n- I, I, I don't think I even remember my password mm-hmm. at this point. Wait, actually, no, wait. <laughs> Actually, yes. Actually, I do. I do remember it. I do remember it. Now, it just came to me, actually, which is kind of surprising. I do remember it, yeah. Okay. It's funny. There you go. What's that? A little scary. Well, there you go. uh, Now people want to follow you on uh, MySpace. (laughs) I think it's just, uh, I think that MySpace is actually uh, pre my involvement in wrestling. I think I actually got MySpace. Specifically because I wanted to be able to like talk to some of the guys and kind of ask, you know, how you get involved and that kind of thing. I think that's the whole reason I joined MySpace to begin with, and I uh, I guess it worked because uh, a year later I was calling matches. So I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know you've you've certainly called uh, a good deal of matches over the years in this area. Uh, what has been to date? And I know this is so tough because I've kind of done the same thing to a smaller scale. But what has been your favorite match to uh to call to date? Oh jeez. Um Oh, that's that's actually very tough. And I and I, I think I think you can admit that that's a very tough question yourself. You know, I don't uh, know that I, uh, I know you but somebody wanted to know. Because I know you and Dean were uh, were uh, uh, doing uh, New Moon Rising, weren't you? Sure. Yeah. That was. Uh, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Like I mean, I've been doing, uh, and you and I actually we got to work together a little bit for um, for um, I guess it was the DWF as well as Loco. Probably about six or seven months we got to work together. Um, and, yeah, and as far as my experiences with Echo, I mean that was um, some of my favorite times. Um, as I was kind of learning this craft, and I learned a whole lot from you, you were definitely a mentor to me as far as that goes. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. For sure. 
Absolutely. I don't know if I go with mentor, but, you know. Well, I mean, you know what, maybe mentor is not the right word, but I I learned a lot just by kind of sitting back and watching what you were doing. Yeah, it's, it's, the the thing about it, uh, commentary, that is, is like, you know, uh, I don't know, like, if you're someone that wants to do it, and it's it's something that's always interested you that aspect of the wrestling business um you know there's some guys that 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 do it and just kind of pick it up and just have a natural flow but for most of us even if it's something that we feel we'd be good at it takes a while to become good at it you know like it's it's not you know you think oh you just talk about what's going on in the ring no no there's a lot to it there's a lot to it. Sure. You got to be able to tell the story that's going on. You got to be able to keep up with the action. You got to let people know why this match is happening. You know, what's the details? What's the backstory? Is there a reason these guys are going at it? You know, and 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 I don't know. People, some folks really kind of overlook that. You know, there's there's a lot to it. Uh, but I'm getting I'm getting you, you off topic here because you you said uh, what what do I no, consider no, it's, to be it's my fine. favorite That's match? That's normal on this show. Uh, Everyone gets off the topic on this show. <laughs> you sure do. Yeah. <laughs> it's because of me. We start at point I, A, no, we end at point a, Z. It, it's we end we we start at point A and end up on like point thirty seven. Like I never know how we get to where we get, but it's fine. Um. You know what? I think it's a combination of my own scatterbrainedness and also the internet. So uh, I think there's always a a little disconnect there. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, your, your thoughts, your favorite match. I mean, that was something that one of the listeners wanted to know. And um, I have a follow-up. Here's, here's, here, okay, uh, for 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 favorite match, here's what I'll say. Um, I will say this. I'm sure that there are a lot of Great matches I could probably think of because, like I said, uh, I've worked a few places now. You know, I'm not exactly world-traveled, but, you know, a lot of great places like WXWC4 and GBW. You know, so I've I've seen, I've gotten to witness firsthand uh, some, some really great matches. But I, I think probably one of the most fun ones to kind of go back and listen to... Uh, I guess it was Cage of Death, maybe 11, I want to say. And the main event was uh, Sammy Callahan versus Danny Havoc. Wow. I think that was, I think that was one of my favorites to call because uh, it just seemed like, I think, it, I think everything kind of flowed there. You know, there's some nights where you're, you're not, you're not necessarily feeling it. And then there's other nights where it all seems to click, and you know, and you feed off of whoever your partner is. Well, I th- I think that was one of the matches that we, uh, Jake and I did really really well at. But you know, like um, that that's one I can think of off of the top of my head. That's that's one I always you're, enjoy. You're referring to Jake Black from CZW, correct? Yeah, yeah. When you say Jake, yeah, Black, I thought so. Uh, yeah. Now you guys Jake, have worked, um, uh, pretty extensively. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, it's it's funny too because um, Jake uh, kind of um, when when he came to when I started at CZW it was basically like uh, I was uh, pretty much working with uh, I had worked for a while kind of under 
uh, Sean Cradle and Jerry Strauss, who, if you've never heard them call a wrestling match, man, they're a great team. Like they are a really oh my great God, team. Awesome. And, and yeah, they, they are fantastic. I mean, it, it. And the thing was, is like, uh, you know, when I was training, I kind of. I kind of got to shadow them because, you know, when I first started, it was like, you know, usually when you when you start out, you you do different things. Like, I think the first couple shows I worked with the doctor, I, I, I helped uh, Nancy uh, patch people up, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. And uh, and that's cool. But uh, I said at one point, I'm like, you know, is there any way I could maybe like go up and be a runner for Jerry and Sean? Because. If they need something, I can grab it. If they need information, they want to grab a beverage, whatever, I can grab it. But in the meantime, I can be up there and listen to them and you know, and hear what they do and how they do it. And man, when you get to watch them up close, like you know, there's 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 points sometimes where you're doing commentary with someone and you pause and then you both kind of go and you oh, I'm sorry and you know, and you kind of stumble a little bit. These guys didn't do that. At all. Like, if Sean paused, somehow instinctively Jerry knew whether it was a pause because he was going to continue with his point or if it was a pause for Jerry to take the reins and go. Like, that's how good the two of them were. It was it was, it was a thing of beauty to behold, really. <laughs> Don't let it go to Sean's head. <laughs> I'll try not to. I'll Trust try. Not, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think if. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I'm going to. I'm going to see him this weekend or not. I don't know if. Um, I'm not sure if uh, MCW is running this Saturday or not. But uh, normally I see Sean um, like uh, this Saturday. I'm going up to uh, Allentown uh, for uh, WXWC4 with the Great Samu. So uh, you know, because I do commentary for him. That's usually where I run into Sean most. Uh, so when MCW, MCW isn't running the first Saturday, he's usually up there too. But uh, well, if you see, him, I don't know. If you see I, him, I've already told him. If, if you see, he if already you see Sean Creedle, <laughs> he already knew what. He already, he already knew. I've already told him this before. I'm like, you know. Oh, oh he, yeah, he, yeah, he knows. But, yeah. Okay, but make sure you <laughs> tell him that we said hi because he's been a good friend. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I love Sean and I love Jerry, uh, and they've both uh, been tremendous helps to me as well. I, it, it, it's funny um, because this is a whole big country, really a whole big world, uh, with all this wrestling in it. Um, but in this area, there's just something so special to the wrestling. I, I have no idea what it is, um, but so many fantastic, unheralded um, people just come out of this wrestling community just in this area. I, I find it really amazing. Yeah, you know, and 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 uh it's 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 kind of a shame because uh you know, obviously this is one of the areas of the country where where uh professional wrestling is big. You know, I mean, you know, you take Philadelphia and uh you know, if we go back you know, back when WCW was still around and all, and and when ECW was still around, ECW, you know, we we know was a small company, but it it became number three. Like it was, you know, WWF and WCW 
and they were at the time trading back and forth as to who was in the lead. And then ECW, this little company out of Philadelphia, you know, was kind of the third place. And I think I, I think their their rise to fame is kind of what really um, I don't know. I think it helped really push wrestling in this area. It was like holy crap, you know what I mean? Like this this is a place to be. This is this is a place where people appreciate wrestling. You know, and and I and I think it it also in a way kind of encouraged uh you know folks that were like uh you know maybe fans of professional wrestling and and wanted to get involved but weren't sure you know how or in what capacity and maybe gave them a little push like hey you know maybe I can do this maybe I you know there's there's got to be a way to do this and and you know and and uh you know and figured it out I mean, for me, it was CZW. Like, I, I used to go to the CZW shows, and, uh, you know, and then I just I kind of went, you know what, screw it. I, I'm going to try and see if I can figure out how to get involved with this. And it went from there, you know. Like, I, I, I think that's uh, – I think it's um, – I think you're right. It is It is an area where, where wrestling has flourished, but at the same time, it's kind of like um, – you know, you're at a point now where it's like it got to one a point where there was so much wrestling that it was it was almost like saturation. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's hard to I guess draw uh, you know the way companies used to anymore. You know, like so you have all this great talent, but it's it's hard to I guess generate the capital. So that they can actually be financially rewarded for their talent, I guess, if you wish. I I, I don't know how else to put that, but you know, I no, think you know where I'm coming from. I, I definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> that's so tough. Um, let me ask you: do, do Do you? I mean, what would be your preference? And this is another listener submitted question. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, what would be your preference as far as color versus play by play? And, and, and as a follow-up, actually, as a follow-up, it just popped up on the messenger here. As a follow-up, uh, which one is easier for someone who maybe wants to start um, breaking in and doing this? Which one maybe would be a little bit easier to get the hang of and, and practice? Um, that's interesting. Uh, and, 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 and I'll say this. Um, to a certain extent, if you try to come in and you're just trying to uh, kind of learn as you go. If you know enough about wrestling from being a fan that you know the names of moves, you know the names of holds and things of that nature, you can almost kind of figure out how to call a match if you're strictly going by, you know, what's happening in the ring. You know, it, it, it gets a little more uh, detailed when, like I said before, when you try to bring in backstory, who these guys are, why they're wrestling, you know, all that stuff. Um, but I guess, like, if you're just trying to, like, straight call the match, like, so-and-so does this and does this and then does this. and I suppose, in a way, that can be a little bit easier. You know what I mean? Because, like, mm -hmm. even with... Uh, cause with color, I mean, yeah, you know, you, we've we've seen 
Lawler do it, you know, we've seen Heenan do it, you know what I mean, and, and you know, and Taz has done, you know what I mean, we've seen guys do it, and some of them are, you know, really out there, you know, really wild and crazy, some less so, some get like a little bit of a barbed in, some of them are just like, uh, almost like it's like they, they tell a little bit of the story and and kind of leave the, the action, you know, to the play-by-play guy. Um and sometimes you see guys that kind of, you know, hey, if you got to, you know, if you know, you see an opportunity to to say something that that, that that might be a little funny or whatever, go for it. You know what I mean? Like where it's kind of the lines are blurred. Um, I don't know. Like it took me a little while, me personally, uh, to to learn how to do color, mostly because I wasn't sure what. I could or couldn't do with it. You know what I mean? Like you almost mm-hmm. are, you you know, you're like, you're kind of like, okay, well, how far can I, or can I not go? And, and how, how, you know, how much, how heelish should I be? You know what I mean? Like you're trying, you're trying to figure it out because it's got to be, it, it's got to be something that works for the product too. You know what I mean? So, like it took me a while to to kind of figure out how to do color. It was actually at Force One uh, that uh, that I, I first tried doing color commentary because it was it was basically like it, I was working with uh, Emil J at the time and mm-hmm. uh, and my buddy Methods who uh, who has uh, <laughs> since retired from wrestling doing commentary. And uh, I would love it if he would come back, if he can hear me out there in Kentucky. But uh, uh, I was working with Chris Method and uh, Emil J. And um, the dynamic we had was Emil was the play-by-play guy. I was the storyteller. And Methods was color. And then um, uh, Sammy, who was... uh, uh, part of the booking committee at, at which one uh, approached us and said, look, we had this idea and they wanted me to kind of go heel. And I had never done it. So I kind of had to learn on, on learn as I went. I was like, you know, I, I, I basically kind of drew it out over a couple months. I got a little bit worse I guess each show, and then you know, hey, you want me to pull the trigger on this thing, and they said go for it, and I was probably way too over the top, you know, when I when I finally went full bore, and it took a while to figure out how to kind of find that middle ground, and like you know, be able to do color without being, you know, like just going ape shit behind the uh, behind the uh, microphone, you know. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I would think, like, play-by-play, like, on the very basic, like, you know, just trying to call the match. If you got a guy, if you got, if you're working with a guy that's that's more established, because that's usually how it works, somebody that can help you along, let him kind of do more of the story and, and, you know, and color aspect of it. And, And, I mean, if you're sticking with more, like, more or less, like, what the action is going on in the ring, you you, you 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 can kind of feel your way and just kind of let the other guy take the lead, you know, and you'll you'll you know, figure out to go. 
It, it's so funny. But, uh, though, yeah. Man. <clears throat> no, it, it's so funny because, um, you know, I, that would be my answer almost to a T. Uh, but I think so many people assume that the play-by-play is harder just by virtue of you having to keep up with the action. Um, but I've always found that I work much better as a play-by-play guy because I don't have that filter that keeps me from making the entire commentary about myself and my reactions. <laughs> so so I, I find that's a much better way to keep myself in check. Um, and there are a lot of people who are really great about um, putting over the action in the ring as opposed to um, putting over themselves or whatever they're trying to do at that moment. I, I, and oh, absolutely. Don't get wrong. Like, I mean, I, I've done both. I, I'm... Um, I'm relatively comfortable with both at this point, but um, as far as my own comfort level, just because I do find play-by-play a little bit easier, um, I have to say I totally agree with you. Yeah, I mean, you know, as, as far as like from a starting point, but yeah, at, at the same time too, you know, like, you know, as you go along, once you kind of get comfortable, you might find colors mm-hmm. your thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like. Uh, I I like doing I like doing play by play sure, but uh you know you let me get a chance to do color, oh man I have a field day with it now like I really enjoy it. what one of my uh you know obviously uh, I mentioned before one of my uh, favorite guys uh, to work with when you know we just kind of take the mantle of him let him be gorilla and let me be Heenan is MLJ. Uh, you know when 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 we know when we have the lay of the, like we have the lay of the land we know what's expected but, and let us go just let us go i mean we 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 have fun with it you know <laughs> well uh, um, we have we have one one i'm sorry go ahead stroke i was going to oh, say no, go yeah. ahead just <laughs> Just for you, actually, uh, uh, I know Brady, will, or in particular, will find this entertaining. Kathy, Kathy May as well. Um, uh, but uh, if you really want to see someone trying to learn to do play-by-play and censor themselves, like you mentioned, kind of like you know, keep it, keep it, I don't know, calm or whatever, uh, not go too far off. Um, if you go back, and to this day, a lot of the boys tease me about this. You know, because it's really funny. You'll see a lot of fan vids on YouTube, YouTube, where people have uh, done like you know, best of like CZW two thousand nine, <laughs> best of two thousand ten. Right, right. And the funniest right. thing is, a lot of it, you know, obviously is like you know, big crazy moves, you know, you know, dangerous stunts, whatever. You know what I mean? And uh, and they put it together in a little music video. The funny thing is, is when they leave the commentary in, one of the things I did in the beginning is I knew that, you know, yeah, I, I, I like CZW. I wanted to work for CZW. But I also knew that if I was going to do this, I wanted to be able to work other places too. And most places have, you know, like a PG rating, a family-friendly rating. So they right. can't exactly have you just spilling four-letter words right and left, which sure. uh, both Brady and Kathy can attest. I do that in normal conversation. So I have to kind of, uh, you know, dial that back. So the funny thing is, is there would be like these, uh, you know, these, these big moves and stuff. And like, it was kind of like my, this was kind of like my bleep button. I would say, Oh my, 
you know, kind of like uh, <laughs> George Takei. Yeah, I would go, right. oh my. And the funny thing is, is when these when people would make these damn videos now, you'll mm-hmm. see all these spots, and then you'll just hear, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, <laughs> for like four <laughs> minutes straight. And it's like, like when I first started, like 2009, I think, like maybe 2010 too, for CZW, it was, <laughs> it was just, so you'll hear it like, a dozen times in like a four minute video and they used to sure. rib the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately I don't do that anymore. I don't do that anymore. You know, but uh I, I was terrified I was terrified that your example was gonna be me and you with the live mic at a show. <laughs> or worse yet maybe, or worse yet, maybe one of those six man booth combinations from Riot Pro. <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, I, one one final question here, uh, Salamander, and we do have to get going in a minute because uh, we are up against a commercial. But um, uh, let me ask you, and this is another listener one, actually. Uh, one of the female fans wants to know how you got the name Salamander and if you do, in fact, have a really long tongue, whatever that means. <laughs> oh, Lord. That was, wow. Kathy, that, was Kathy okay. F. that was Kathy F. from New Jersey. Oh, um, stop it. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, actually, the funny the thing is, well, I could tell Go you ahead. where Salamander came from, and it's... it's well, that's good. It's, Let's leave it at that. It's, it's funny to me. Uh, pretty much, and, and I, I'm not kidding, like, this was maybe, I had maybe gone to the CZW school, like, for, like, two weeks. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't mm-hmm. there long at all. And uh right. and uh um uh WXWC four where I'm going this weekend has a big show mm-hmm. uh every summer called Sports Fest. And uh and so uh they were having their big show um and uh they said, Hey, we need a bunch of people to come up. We need uh basically they needed lumberjacks uh for this strat match. So um so you know, um uh, me and a bunch of the other uh, guys that were training went up there. And, uh, you know, it was a match with, like, uh, DJ and Eric Cobian. And uh, 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 pretty much I was brought up there to be one of the lumberjacks. So uh, we're, we, we we all pile into various cars and head up to Sports Fest. And now, mind you, I've only known Maven for, like, two weeks. Like, you know, I I, I don't I haven't known him long at all. But he just he he says to me like we're talking and he goes by the way kid I got an idea for a name for you and I'm like oh, okay you know you know because I had some ideas myself obviously I didn't go into it just thinking, you know you know having no idea but uh, he goes so I got this name for you I'm like okay and he goes Salamander Jones and I go <laughs> say okay I said now now don't take this wrong. But it definitely has a great ring to it. Like, it's a very catchy name. But based on the fact that I'm not actually a black pimp, I don't know if I can pull that name off. (laughs) 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 And he's he's like, like, trust me, trust me, it's what you want to go. His whole idea behind it was he was thinking of something that was so – kind of different and outlandish like Gorilla Monsoon that, Mm -hmm. you know, that when people heard the name, they would remember the name. Um, So, um, 
Uh, and it was funny because, like, for a few weeks after that, I kept, like, kind of, like, fighting him on it a little bit. Like, I was like, can I, like, can I, like, Irish it up a little bit, you know, maybe make the last name Malone or something? Because my whole thing was, originally, what I wanted to be called was Big Jim O'Neill, which was what they called uh, my uh, great-grandfather. He was known mm-hmm. as Big Jim O'Neill. And, you know, I'm not exactly a, a small guy, so I figured, yeah, sure, Big Jim O'Neill. I think it's pretty catchy for a commentator and stuff. And uh, he's like, no, no, Salamander Jones, trust me, trust me. And everybody he asks, what do you think of this? And he would say Salamander Jones, and everybody's like, oh, that's a great name. So eventually I just went, well, okay, I've grown up my entire life with a weird first name. So what's the difference if my wrestling name is, again, a weird first name? You know, I might as well just be like, I'll handle it the same way I've handled my name my whole life. Yeah, yeah, I got a weird name, whatever, moving on. You know, and that's kind of what I've done. And uh, people like it. Uh, I've gotten, I probably have like about, I'm going to say seven or eight nickname variations based on Salamander that different people call me in different locker rooms. Uh, some of them PG, some of them not. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, it just kind of caught it. It's, it's weird when you think about it because, like, you know, y- y- you get this name just kind of randomly. And, you know, I I know a lot of people, like, in my personal life, obviously. Like, I- I've always been kind of a gregarious type. Um, but, uh it's weird when you think that more people know you by this salamander name than actually know you by your real name. You know what I mean? Like you're like, hmm, that's, that's, that's weird. It's kind of interesting, you know, especially when you're considering like, I don't even know your real name. You do? I don't. Trouble still skin. No, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's funny though because like like you said earlier Brady like it's a, it's a very kind of like it's you know we're kind of localized obviously so it's it's weird like it's not like you know like you know I'm um, um um like on television or you know what I mean like something like that and people know me okay that makes sense but you know it's just weird it's this little it's this little uh neck of the woods and and yet that's the case. But, I mean, you know, you think about it. Like you said, CZW, you know, they have international viewers. Um, you know, uh, a, a few of the companies in the area, uh, very few can, can actually claim that. You know what I mean? Um, I think uh, WXWC4, um, uh, you know, they're on uh, Roku now. So they're expanding. And uh, they're getting you know, more more viewers, and I'm hoping uh, more international viewers, you know. There's a few places that... The Roku, Roku's actually, like, not to get too far off topic, but Roku's actually seems to be, like, the big thing to getting more viewers. Um, like you mentioned earlier uh, how we would work together on DWF Loco, which, you know, you, as you know, the company's split. Uh, you know, and I've been doing some work with... Uh, uh, Loco, which is basically uh, just getting back on its feet, and uh, they've been doing these, um, you know, these Friday night tapings. These uh, they call it uh, Friday Night Madness, 
And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, they were getting like, uh, you know, in some of our bigger, bigger, you know, uh, hits, I guess we were getting like, uh, close to a thousand people, you know, just from different places all over the world, just kind of tuning in, you know? So, I mean, I, I, the Roku thing is a really big thing, I think for, for, for companies to kind of expand and get, get out there. But uh, yeah, the, so, but the, you know, to get back to the point, yeah, that's that's pretty much. There's no grand origin story. It's literally Maven going, "I got a great name for you," and me going, eh, and then finally going, "Okay." It's pretty much how it happened. So, but you know, I've been sorry it now. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, but no. that me, Listen, we we do. Sorry, Kathy F. In in New Jersey, I'm Lincoln. Uh, I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> um, yeah, but we, we are up against the commercial salamander, so we do have to let you go. But uh, thank you for your time today. I'll make sure to uh, to put up all the links for the Alzheimer's Association and the walk this Sunday. I'll make sure that everything's out there. If people want to make a pledge or get involved, walk themselves, whatever the case may be, uh, we'll make sure that that's accessible to them. And I, I want to thank you for your time tonight. Uh, some other time down the line, uh, we'll have to get you on uh, when we have a little less constraints and maybe we can sit down and talk a little bit more. Uh, just, you know, because you're you're an interesting guy to pick your brain. Oh, thanks, man. Um, oh, uh, just just so you know, uh, I, I was checking. It's uh, actually uh, uh, www.alz.org, I believe, is the Alzheimer's webpage, if I'm looking at this correctly. Okay. Uh, but uh yeah, like uh like I said, uh you know, uh um Chris uh Barringer, Salamander Jones, we both have links on our Facebook pages that people you know, even if you want to throw a dollar our way, every little bit helps and we appreciate it. And uh, you know, I thank you guys for having me on, uh, you know, give me a chance to uh talk about that and uh, chat about wrestling a little bit with you. And uh no, yeah, no, man, no, just uh let me know, man. Whenever you wanna, whenever you wanna try and uh, get together for something like this, and uh, I guess uh, shoot the breeze about wrestling and such. Let me know. Absolutely. Hey, yeah, thank you for the pleasure. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really been a pleasure. Absolutely. Um, that was Salamander Jones, a local commentator and, and uh, humanitarian, I guess you'd say. Uh, th- thank you for your time, man. It was really a lot of fun. All right, guys. Take care. Okay. And, you too. and if anyone wants to call in, uh, we got a bunch of callers in queue. We'll get to you guys. Uh, 855-VOC-RADIO. That number again is 855-862-7234. Toll free. This is in the room on the VOC Nation Radio Network. We're overdue for a break. We're going to take one right now. And when we come back, oh, so much I want to talk about. We'll be right back. This is Hugh Brown right here, right now. You better recognize that I am down with the VOC Nation. Recognize that Pub invites you to play the best tavern, kino, and video poker in Vegas. We just gave away over $444,000 in daily free play, with even more to come. It's not only great gaming that Steiner's Pub has, it's the best bar food and beer list to match our hospitality. Are you ready for some football? Drink Miller and ice-cold craft beer starting at just $250. Don't miss your chance to win 12 55-inch TVs or $100,000 in cash by drinking Svetka Vodka. Steiner's, the Nevada-style pub at 8410 West Cheyenne, 1750 North Buffalo, and Las Vegas Boulevard in Windmill. Steiner's, I love this place! 
Are you getting lost in the cloud? Is technology moving too fast for you? Find your way at netcarrier.com. Ride the cloud and soar above your competition. Looking for a DJ? Looking for someone to host your event? Then look no further. Philadelphia's hottest DJ and host, The Voice of Choice. The Voice of Choice has hosted the hottest events in the Tri-State area. Book The Voice of Choice for all your karaoke conventions and parties. Go to www.vocnation.com for more information or email The Voice of Choice at voc at vocnation.com. Hi, this is Anthony. And this is Gartee. We are the forces of radio. The faces for radio. Come relax with us every Thursday. We love hosting feces for radio. That's faces for radio. Can you please remember to get the name of the show right? Sorry. We tackle sports, entertainment, and have a kick-ass soundboard. Erases for radio has it all. Faces for radio. Find us on the VOCNation.com, listen to us live, or download them later. Follow us on Twitter at Faces for Radio 1. That's Faces for Radio. Funky for radio. Shut up. It's time for the Fun House with AK. This is a comedy show, People drinking and acting stupid. I'm not funny, and I just cuss a lot. I'm an alcoholic. Hey guys, AK here, reminding you to check out AK's Fun House on VOCNation.com. Okay, Philadelphia parents, listen up. Do you have a child in the house that's just about to learn how to drive? Well, you got to do this. you got to head over to DuncanSchoolOfDriving.com. Best of Bucks County 2013. Keep that insurance down. Keep them accident-free. 5-639-1990. They're endorsed by the Pennsylvania Police Officers Association, DuncanSchoolOfDriving.com. Entertainment with an attitude. There is just one enemy. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is King Kong Bundy and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Hey, I'm the mouth of the South Jimmy Hart, telling you fans worldwide to visit VOCNation.com. VOC Nation gives you top-notch interviews with the hottest guests, the latest news, and lots of fun from the greatest team headed by the voice of choice. Hey, take it from me, the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. VOCNation.com is the place to go, baby. Okay, Philadelphia parents, listen up. Do you have a child in the house that's just about to learn how to drive? Well, you got to do this. you got to head over to DuncanSchoolOfDriving.com. Best of Bucks County 2013, as voted by the Courier Times, Duncan School of Driving specialist in teenage driver training. Keep that insurance down. Keep them accident-free. 215-639-1990. They're endorsed by the Pennsylvania Police Officers Association, DuncanSchoolOfDriving.com. Tonight, here's the thing. Tonight, we're going to do what his parents and the legal system should have done a long time ago. We're about to give this boy something that he deserves. We are. We are! You are cordially invited to the road of the voice of truth. Bruce Word, right here on the Voice of Nation Radio Network. Stay tuned, com for more information. Hey guys, Brady Hicks here, and I have Michelle Sports X 
The Midnight Man Cave, Friday nights right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Midnight Man Cave, Eastern Standard Time, 12 a.m. So that's, me. Yeah, that's, that's when it's on. We take calls and we talk about what's trending in sports and what's being written in men's magazine and, you know, like whatever man cave stuff people talk about and kind of <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Let Michelle in your man cave, Friday nights, midnight, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Hola, hola, hola. I am Shelly Funtime Martinez. And I am Dazzling Danielle. And together we are the Martinez Girls. Tune in on VUC Nation. And until then, Danielle, I and you are Audi 5000. Adios. Tune Nothing to rearrange Sometimes you just Get a feeling like you need Some kind of change Yeah Alright We're back That sounds like Survivor Alright I won't do it I won't do it no more karaoke. Oh God, you remember when I used to lead into every show with an hour of karaoke? Yes, <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> they were terrible. They were terrible. Uh, speaking of uh, lead-ins, um, tonight's show, guys, I'm, I'm very excited about this. Uh, last week, with the popularity and the uh, great feedback that we received from uh, Kathy and I in the room live from CZW Tangled Web, uh, back in October. Um, tonight, we're going to be presenting at 11.30 Eastern, in the room, live from WrestleFest, uh, myself, Stro, uh, Kathy, and Radboy, uh, interviewing. Awesome. Well, I guess, we, I guess we only did one interview, right? It was only Casey Carlisle. Um, yeah. Well, maybe Captain Dave. I guess we interviewed Captain Dave as well. But So we, we did one interview, basically. Um, but yeah. it, it was a great time. Everybody definitely check that out. Uh, tonight, 11.30 Eastern, in the room, live from what, WrestleFest, uh, the Maven Bentley Association memory remains to follow next Tuesday night, 11.30. So then all three will be out there, and we'll be able to replay them and chop them up and use them however we like. But, uh, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. I also wanted to mention, uh, before we get to the callers and get into some wrestling discussion here, um, some of you may have noticed that the Raw Reaction Show, um, starting last week and this week as well, uh, it's kind of a different crew. Uh, Greg DeMarco stepping down from the VOC Nation last week, um, kind of a last-minute decision on his part, but we wish him the best. But um, as a result, we're losing the Raw Reaction crew. So we have reached an agreement with AngryMarks.com. That's uh, Steve, Stevie J and... Uh, Kill a Kev, all, all my favorite characters. But, uh, AngryMarks.com. And Derek, you're a big fan of those guys. I know you listen to them. Yeah, I love I love AngryMarks. Well, AngryMarks.com is sponsoring. This is actually, their show is also called Raw Reaction, which is featured on AngryMarks.com, and it will now be simulcast on VOCNation.com as well as TheBradyHicks.com. Uh, each oh, and every Monday night, these guys are... Uh, bringing us the, the raw reaction. And I love the fact that this raw reaction show is actually around an hour, as opposed to, like, 
longer than an actual episode of Raw like the old guys were. So I, I, think, <laughs> I think that'll be really beneficial. That's just my guess. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, the the only other thing that I wanted to bring up before we uh, get to the callers, and we do have a couple of them on the line here, including two in Dustin's area code. So I'm, I'm curious about that. Um, but uh, PWI, um, you know how they do their, their 500. Well, they also have their female 50. And um, mm-hmm. this Thursday, the digital edition of the PWI Female 50, it's newsstand. And I, I happen to know who got number one. I'm not at liberty oh, I to know say. Uh, I, <laughs> I think you're going to be disappointed. Oh, uh, oh. But, but let, me, let me just say this. Let me just say this before everyone gets out the pitchforks and is ready to, to toast P again, roast PWI. Um, <laughs> I can see the argument for it. And uh, I, I definitely want to talk to everybody in the panel here tonight and as well as the kind of get your thoughts. Uh, who is the top female wrestler in the world for this period, which I suppose would run from um, I believe it's September to September. Um, so, so, so this is this is keep in mind this is before Charlotte won the title. Well, nobody cares about Charlotte because it's definitely not her. Um, it's it's me. It can only be two females. Um, I'm pretty sure there's somebody in Japan. I'm probably forgetting somebody in the Indies. I'm forgetting. But as far as the past year, I think it can only be. Bailey or Sasha? That's just me. One of those two. Anybody else? Naomi. No, what has Naomi done? I mean, to to kind of I'm, distinguish herself. I'm sorry, Brady. Does Naomi sound like Bailey or Sasha to you? Because <laughs> that's definitely what I said. I didn't say Naomi. Oh, I was thinking said Naomi. I'm sorry. Yeah, you just you just. Uh, that's like what I was Naomi. wondering. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's nice. No, Bailey makes sense. I, I, I could see that. I thought you said Naomi. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I thought you said Awesome Kong. I'm sorry. No. Oh, yeah, because you know. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, what do you think? Who's the top female wrestler in the world? Jordan? Uh-oh. Is he whispering it to us? I don't Where's know. I don't know. I think you're a heavy breather. Kathy, what do you think? Who's the top female wrestler in the world? I got the great Sasha and Bailey. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what do you think, Stro? Wait a minute. Uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna have to agree with you guys. Sasha and Bailey, hands down. I mean, those guys. Okay. Are- and, and that's definitely the NXT influence. I mean, because uh, Sasha held the belt for a lot of time, and those women were involved in huge, prominent matches uh, and are integral to the, uh, uh, what do you call it, the hashtag Divas Revolution. Um, oh, that's so. That's so. I, I don't want to... I don't want to pee on your parade, so I'm just not going to say anything. But uh, definitely... I think I know. Check out the list. You know it is. You know it is. Free mode. Free mode. Free is the open act. So, 
you look, but you can't touch. So anyway, everyone should still check out this list because I've seen it and it's a phenomenal job. Uh, Dan Murphy out of Buffalo writes most of it um, pretty much unassisted. And, and this is a guy who, um, you know, he's a little creepy, I will admit, you know, the way he tracks these women, uh, going to all these different shows. But uh, he's definitely got his finger on the pulse, you know. Um, Anytime you can uh, call Beth Phoenix and get a scouting report on all the different women, I think you're doing something right in this world. So, uh, But everybody check that out, the digital edition, pwi-online.com. Let's, uh, let's go to Dustin. Dustin, um, I, I noticed there's another phone number from – there's another area code 903 um, also on the queue. Is this somebody in your house? Dustin, is there like a zombie apocalypse going on that I don't know about? <laughs> You're so quiet. Are you Start running. I put you on. 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 Let's try this one. Area code 903. Uh, you're on in the room. You're on. I'm on. Yeah. Hey, stop it. All right. Dustin. Uh, I'm going to take a little time. You survived the apocalypse. Right. Wait. <laughs> I just like, I'm, I'm like, Dustin, are you there? And I'm like, here. What's going on, Dustin? I'm not much. Uh, Not much. Dustin, you are going to be. We're going to do. You doing the Nash the NASCAR roundup? At, what's it called again? Dustin's. Yeah, I guess yeah. Didn't, didn't talk loud enough. Hmm? Yeah. What's the name of your show? Well, a, well it's gonna be Dustin Talk with uh, NASCAR Talk with Dustin. Can we work room for him in there somehow? No, no room room. Just that's one normal name. NASCAR Talk with Dustin. Okay. What? No, what is a that's normal name? Curious. Uh, uh, yeah, that's my brother. That's my brother. was on the line. It's all. I guess he guess he hung up or something. Oh man. Um. No. Uh, next week he'll he'll be on. I'll, I'll make sure. I'll make sure he calls in next week. Yeah. Oh, so make sure. So Dustin, I'm not going to be online on Sunday to remind you. So you got to make sure. Um, come five central, six six Eastern, five central. Uh, make sure you call this number, and I'll make sure Hello? that AK is there to get to. Uh, I'll make sure that AK is there to uh, to do the rest. All right. So so I'll be able to screen calls. Well, uh, AK is oh, going to because he'll he'll have the computer in front of him. Okay. Okay, so if anybody calls in, uh, I'll be able to. Uh, so I can I can put them on. I can say uh, I can say uh, the area code or something like that, or uh, I can say you know, no. Yeah. AK will. But yeah, I mean, but that's the same premise. Yeah, if you want, you can. AK use the whole is the main. There you go. Yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, um, Derek. Uh, hey, Derek, did you see what happened in the new day last night? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they lost. Look, everybody, unicorn horns. You said I, you said they lost. 
Yeah, they lost along with Seth Rollins too. Seth Rollins is good. He was having fun with the New Day. They had a fun backstage for their match. Like when Seth picked his well, partners, him and New Day were having a blast. Well, you know that's what happens when you party with a known racist. Bad things tend to happen. To you. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they lost. It'll be okay. Right. They'll be okay. They're, they're gonna they're gonna feud with the Usos and that'll be fun to watch. Oh yeah, yeah, and the yeah, Dudleys will pop back in. Dustin, when we say you "ooh," you say "ah," oh, didn't work. No, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to do their tribal rap again. They're gonna, the, the tribal rap is back. Um. Uh. Hey. Uh. Bird. I thought it was phenomenal, Dustin. I thought it was absolutely the best thing I've ever seen. What's that? Aren't you glad Paige won? No. No, we're not glad Paige won. Why aren't you happy, Naomi wins, so it's not okay? Naomi wasn't in the match, Brady. Stop being racist. Anyway, everywhere you go, everywhere you go, people chant for Sasha, so we're going to give them the complete opposite of Paige. I'm sick of Paige. I don't get it. I don't get why you nerds out there who only watch wrestling for women and cleavage and thighs love Paige. I don't. Okay. That's right. Uh, you heard the Paige. I'm, uh, I'm Bernie, so, uh... No, so, wait, no, no. Uh, no pay, wait, 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 wait a second. I'm not done. <laughs> and another thing. And another thing. Did, do you watch... I know do you watch... Up there. No, no, it's my <laughs> show. You're the caller. You don't get to tell me to shut up. You interrupted me. I was talking. It's my show. I was asking Brady something. It's in in the room with Brady, Stro, Kathy, and Derek and Jordan. Except Derek. It should be that was except Derek. I'm holding the stick. Just a barrier to get in the ring. I'm holding the stick. I want to talk. Um, Derek, don't watch so what did you say, Brady? <laughs> do you watch Total Divas? Do I watch Total Divas? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that in my opinion, because of Paige. I mean, in my opinion, that's the best wrestling show on television right now. Well, you must not watch NXT, sir, or ROH. But, um, <laughs> I, and then on TV. Well, I guess Ring of Honor is still on TV. I, I don't get the... I don't get the 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 why everybody loves Paige and her voice is annoying to me. The only person who has a more annoying voice than Paige is Becky Lynch. Because Becky Lynch, no offense to anybody out there, she sounds like a man. <laughs> right. That's racist. Uh, right. That's, That's what racist, you think, Derek. Oh, it's racist because she sounds like a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. You know what? Instead of interrupting me, why don't you go sit down, get a dictionary, oh. and look up the word racist? Moulin Rouge. Dustin, you are saying. Hey, Dustin. I'm uh, uh, Brady. Um, do you think Paige? Do you think Paige would defeat Charlotte at, at Survivor Series? No. no. You? <laughs> no. That's close. <laughs> no, Dustin. Who is the top female wrestler in the world this year? <laughs> uh, I think Paige. 
Do the tires have oh. spikes that come out like the monster trucks used to have? Oh, man, uh, that's funny. Remember, remember like, Bigfoot used to have the claw come out of the tire so he could dig into the other cars? I had the like toy. Like in somebody will race in Greece. Does the Mission Impossible <laughs> thing come up in speakers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like DC Cab. Remember oh, DC Cab? Did they go for the run? Yeah, he just wants to build a wall. Yeah, no problem. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah he's host Saturday Night Live Saturday. If you don't watch it. He's going to be like JBL, kicking those Mexicans over the border. Yeah. <laughs> remember, when, remember when JBL did the skit and he was there in the dark and he was chasing all the Americans from the border? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was a terrible place. That incident in Germany. Wrestling was a terrible place. Different time. Wrestling was terrible. Kind of a different time. Did you say? Did you say Donald Trump is hosting Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Yeah. Saturday. Oh my God. This country. Wait. Saturday Night Live is on Saturday. (laughs) This country. This country. Look, I think Donald great. Trump becomes the president of the United If he becomes the... Of course you think it's great. What does that say about you? It's but freedom of expression. It, 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 as it, Jim Ross would say, my God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, if he becomes president of the United States, I'm moving to Canada. Because I would have lost all the United States. Well, you'll still be able to Skype in like Jordan does, so. He's going to build a wall, people. A wall. <laughs> Being you better hope he doesn't build a wall between the U.S. and Canada. You better hope he doesn't build a wall between the U.S. and Canada, or you won't be able to go there. Yeah. If he becomes <laughs> if he becomes president, I'm going to build a wall and move to Canada, so I don't have to come back. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Anything else, Dustin? Yeah, um, what's the deal with John Cena? Is, is he gonna be? Is this him for John Cena? They're real retarded. Him? Yeah, that's probably what everybody's saying. John Cena's retarded. Who's saying that he's going Who told you that he's retired? TMZ. Oh, TMZ. Yeah, they mentioned it. John Cena has been. He's been carrying that company for what? Thirteen years now, something crazy like that. The, the the guy deserves any vacation days he can get. Do you, mm-hmm. want, no, do you want? You guys You're aren't gonna old. like. You guys aren't gonna like my prediction. You want my prediction though for the uh, for the U.S. title at Survivor Series? Um, because I think the Jack Swagger is just a ruse, just to divert people's attention. They do. Um, because I have a feeling that come Survivor Series, um, John Cena is going to make an early return and destroy Alberto Del Rio to win back the U.S. title. I think Jack Swagger is going to be like his, 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 like his heavy in a way because, if, you know, Jack Swagger is a scary guy. I know he comes off like a goof on television, but that's a very scary man. So he's a big dude, I, I man. Think he's gonna, yeah, he's a big dude. I think he's going to end up joining Alberto and Zeb. Um, I don't know who's going to challenge for the title. Um, maybe Neville, because they seem to throw Neville into things like that. But um, I, I I think when John Cena comes back, he's going to start building to his match at WrestleMania. And I think, and call me crazy, but I think the last big match you can do with The Undertaker, since poor Sting was taken out by that assassin, Seth Rollins, I think the last decent match you can do with Taker before he retires is John Cena versus The Undertaker. And I think that's what they might do at WrestleMania 32. Wow. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. But, but I think but I think Cena would win that. Um <laughs> You think? I do. I do. I do. I, 
Sorry. Hey, Barty, I have, I, have a, I have a scenario for you. Here, here's 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 what I think. But the, mm. with the SA's title, uh, Cena wins the title back, and then here comes Dolph Ziggler. Him and Ziggler have this feud, and Nikki gets involved. Uh, and Nikki gets brought up in this situation, and then uh, Nikki turns on Cena when he's uh, when she's in, in Cena's corner, and uh, helps Ziggler okay. win the title from Cena. I'm so sick of Are you calling him Ziggler because Layfield does that? Is that what you're calling him, Ziggler? Ziggler. They're Texans, Brady. That's what they're saying. Oh, Ziggler. I thought he said Ziggler. So you think that scenario could possibly happen? Hmm. Talk I, about a slight out. I hope not. Hey, I, I, I heard an interesting idea. I, I thought this was pretty cool. This was before Rusev got hurt, but I did hear it this <laughs> week. Um, what if they were to create a group with Sheamus, Wade Barrett, Rusev and Cesaro, oh, yeah. four man team, a stable, and you start call them, start calling them free show, and they're all the guys that used oh. to be like really important and are now like oh, have been reduced to like go. the free show, <laughs> and, and they've got a chip on their shoulder all, uh, as a result of it. I will not, I will not let you, I will not let you <laughs> insult Rusev. Rusev is awesome. Everything they give Rusev, he knocks out the park. Okay, he carried that storyline like with that, that jabroni. He carried Might that storyline with that jabroni. He carried that 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 storyline with that jabroni Dolph Ziggler over the summer. Okay, he can play a killer and be interesting. He can play the the bad. Well, he wasn't the bad guy. I think Lana was the was the hill in that situation because he apologized. But everything they give Rusev, he knocks out the park. I think mm-hmm. you're going to be able to call him a pre-show guy. How dare you call him a pre-show no, guy? No, no, no. I'm saying they develop a chip on their shoulder because they haven't been used properly and they've been reduced to the pre-show. I um, mean, how how hard is it to take all the Europeans, have them kill everybody, and make William Regal their mouthpiece? That's what how have they How haven't they done that yet? Oh, that'd be cool. Um, I, I love it. Uh, uh, I love it. And um, you can have Regal get in the ring once in a while. Go ahead, Dustin. Um, uh, Bernie. Oh, okay, here's another scenario. This pictures around the world title situation. It's a Robert Series. Robert Reigns and Seth Rollins have a really physical match. It goes back and forth, back and forth, and then they Robert Reigns hits a spear, and then uh, here comes Dean Ambrose down the ring side, and then because uh, authorities trying to have Seth Rollins attain the title. Dean Ambrose comes down the ringside, and while the referee's uh, dealing with the authority, uh, Roman Reigns gets DDT, uh, gets that DDT from Ambrose on Roman Reigns and pulls Seth Rollins on top of uh, Roman Reigns and pins him one, two, three, and retains the title. And uh, Ambrose joins the authority. Dang, don't you all about and, Seth Rollins, man? Yeah, and then you have approximately <laughs> one baby face that everybody cares about. Cena's gone. Randy Orton is hurt. The only baby faces they have are Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose. Kane. That's pretty much and it. Kane. And Kane. Oh. oh, well, he got carried Kane. away. Didn't, didn't he carry him away? I mean, let's be honest, though, Derek. Does anybody really care about Randy Orton? I mean, I, I, haven't about, I haven't cared about him since 2009. I don't, I don't know about you. I haven't cared about Randy Orton like since 
Must have been the voices like, in my head. <laughs> I like Randy Orton. I, I like Randy Orton. And, 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 and you know what? The company loves him. They look at him as one of their top face guys. It's him, John Cena, and Roman Reigns. That's I think that's who they consider the top guy. And Ambrose is somewhere beneath that. But you need you need Ambrose more than ever now since Cena and Orton are hurt. Like, I watched that show last night. You need Roman Reigns now. You need Dean Ambrose. You need these guys to matter. But about Cesaro, and he considered a face because he's – He's a pretty good guy. He gets cheered. So he's, he you know, seems pretty cool. I don't know if he slapped Stephanie on the butt one night or something, but <laughs> they don't they don't they don't want to push the guy for some strange reason. He's probably the best guy they have in that company and they just don't see anything with him. Vince said he's too Swiss. He's got an Imagine that. He's too Swiss. He's spent too much time with Natalia. That hurts. Uh Oh, I I assume that Natalia is as annoying as she is on Total Divas. I oh. I know for a fact that's not the case. <laughs> I, I only kid. I only kid. Dustin, you got anything else? Because we got other callers. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, WrestleMania, as, as you mentioned before, you think it's a possibility that Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and, Roman, and uh, Seth Rollins mm. will be in the main event of WrestleMania? I am so tired of talking about these guys. No, no, I'm too much of a WrestleMania main event to me. Roman Reigns will probably be in the main event. I don't, I don't I, see I that, have, bro. I have no doubt that Roman Reigns is going to be in the main event of WrestleMania. And I understand when people get annoyed when people criticize Roman Reigns because he's paid his dues or whatever the case may be. But I oh, don't see it. I don't see Roman Reigns. I don't. How do you not, how do you not see it? Look at him. Because he's boring. He ain't boring. He's awesome. He's How about Iron Cheek? Awesome. How about Iron Cheek and Zeb Coulter in a dumb wrestling match? Who do you see as, as a, a top guy, Brady, that isn't boring? Who do I see as a top guy that's so tough because they haven't positioned anyone other than Roman Reigns there? What about Xavier Woods? So, no. If it were me, if it were me, <laughs> Bray Wyatt would have taken the mantle over from The Undertaker. He wouldn't lose every single feud he's in. And Bray Wyatt would be that heel that you would need for WrestleMania. That would be me. But he's a guy to face. Yeah, I think he's Xavier Woods. Don't be funny. I like Xavier Woods. I think Xavier Woods should... I think Xavier Woods should be in the program for the U.S. or the Intercontinental title. I like Xavier Woods. I'm fine with him. I just, I'm so, I to me, I don't, I don't listen. I mean, I know there are people that like Roman Reigns. And maybe, um, something will, I mean, maybe something will change for me. This isn't bitterness over the Royal Rumble like it is for a lot of fans. It's not that. You are from, you are from. I just, so I just, I don't, I, I don't find him, I don't find Randy Orton exciting either. So, I mean, it's not just Roman Reigns. I just. Well. Um, I think I, I'm just I tired. Meltzer, I, I just I want new characters. I remember Meltzer. Meltzer had told a story a couple of years ago, maybe two or three years ago, that Vince it came down to two guys who they wanted to be the next guy to take it over from John Cena, and it came down to Roman Reigns, and it came down to Big E, and Vince wanted Big E, which surprised the hell out of me, 
and Triple H wanted Roman Reigns, and they convinced Vince on Roman Reigns, and that was it. I think, if you say Roman Reigns is boring, I think Big E is more entertaining, obviously, I than Roman Reigns. I think, I think Roman Reigns, he's pretty good in the ring now, but I think a year or so ago, Big E was by far the better guy. And I think they would have been better off if they went with E if they and just kept Roman Reigns off a little bit, you know, so he he could kind of learn. Because the thing with that poor guy is people are booing him like they booed The Rock, and they didn't keep pushing The Rock. They, you know, they they dialed back on The Rock. They made him a bad guy, put him in the group, and he gradually became what he was. But poor Roman Reigns, they're just shoving him down people's throat, and you can't do that in this day and age. Here's my problem with that, and, and I, I do agree with you. But The Rock was able to recover The Rock. I, I don't know what's going on there. Um, what is that noise? I'm, I'm hearing, I'm getting a Am lot of rock. Someone named Jim. I don't, I don't, The Rock was able to recover from that because he's The Rock. And because he was able to slip into a persona that really resonated with the fans. I don't think Roman Reigns has it in him to do anything different. If you look at the development of his character, he's the exact same as the moment that he first stepped into the company. And I think, to me, that's an issue. Because even John Cena has changed over time. Everybody changes over time. But Roman Reigns is the exact same character that he was when he first stepped into the ring. Uh, see, I, I think they want to turn him into John Cena, you know, 2.0, which doesn't work. Because if you look at all the top guys that Vince has had, n- 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 you know, none of those guys are like the guy before. Hogan isn't like Bruno. Um, Austin wasn't like Hogan. Rock wasn't like Austin. You know, Cena isn't like any of those guys. So for him to take Roman Reigns and go, well, we're just going to make you John Cena 2.0, it's not going to work. It's never worked. You know, that's why Warrior didn't work out because he was kind of like a, a different version of Hulk Hogan, a little, you know, a little bit of crazy sprinkled on there. Right. You know, even Bret Hart and Sean, even Bret and Sean were different from each other, and they were different than Hogan. Um, I guess if you take Roman, if you just make him like, like last week we talked about on the show, the way they had him look on the Raw last week was probably the best I've seen him since he left the ship, and he didn't really talk. He just beat people up, and he stared like a crazy man. Um, if you can find a way to take that and make him like this modern-day, scary, kick-ass, former football player Samoan, maybe it can work, but you can't make him John Cena. You can't have him out there with the breast cancer, you know, and nothing against you know, against the breast cancer thing. It's amazing. But you can't have him in the ring, you know, cutting promos for breast cancer, and then he's a killer later on in the show. Like, it's kind of right. it's John Cena-esque. Here, here's my thing, um, and I know that there are a lot of people, as many people as there are that don't want to see Roman Reigns in the main event, I know that there are a lot of people who do, including you, Dustin, and I understand that, that there are a lot of people that think that Roman Reigns is awesome, and that's fine. I mean, but here is what I would like to do. If this were my company, um, I would go, and this is something that they should have started about a year ago, but they didn't, um, but my plan would see Roman Reigns on top, not for this WrestleMania, but for the following one. I think what they need to do is they need to turn Roman Reigns into this nasty-sided opportunist. Um, He needs to 
take every single piece of footage he can get on Edge and absorb what he did with the Rated R Superstar. And he needs to kind of morph into that type of a persona. And if he can do that and he can turn on the fans and just show that he's nasty and he doesn't care about anything except advancing himself, um, I think Roman Reigns' persona would get over that way. And that would allow him yeah. to make him into a more dynamic baby face that could maybe challenge for the title next WrestleMania, not this one. Yeah, I And mean, he probably Ed, will Ed, have Ed, a title reign of the heel as well. And, and I think that's what Roman Reigns needs. Edge Edge is a is a perfect example. When when Edge stole Lita from Matt Hardy, he was still a good guy. They and people just, he came on TV and people would just boom. Everybody turned on him. And he took that and he turned it into a character and it worked. Some people already hate Roman Reigns. Okay, fine. You think I don't deserve this? You think I was handed this? Blah blah blah. This that because of how I look. Take all that turn him into a character, and you give a middle finger to the fans. Kind of like The Rock when he came back and he was the Hollywood Rock. You hate me because of this? Mm-hmm. Fine. I'm going to turn it up to 10. And I think you're right. If Roman Reigns can take that, he can turn it up to 10, and he can smirk at people and say, I deserve this because of blah, 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 it would work. And then he kills people. Eventually, once you become a cool bad guy, you know, whether it's Ric Flair, it's The Rock, Stone Cold, whatever, the fans are going to start liking him. And I think if you let it happen gradually, I think he'll be okay. Um, hey, brother. I, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. Go ahead, Dustin. We got to get you out of here. I want, yeah, I want more scenario to, to discuss real quick. And more okay, Dustin's with the, they start getting, they start, they start doing stuff with Brock Lesnar, and then next thing you know, like when they go up to the Royal Rumble, Brock Lesnar announces he's in the Royal Rumble, and uh, he somehow he ends up winning the Royal Rumble, and Seth Rollins is still the champion. And at WrestleMania, uh, Brock Lesnar uh, beats Seth Rollins and wins the world title back. So you want Brock Lesnar to win the world title at the Royal Rumble, and who would win the Royal Rumble? I was saying no. Brock Lesnar's going to win the Royal Rumble. It goes on to WrestleMania and beats Seth Rollins for the title. With the running so of the So basically the point <laughs> is that the last year meant nothing. Exactly. It, it defeats everything that happened over the past year. But, but I guess, but I guess you could say the annoying. same thing. I mean, I guess you could say the same thing about Brett and Yoko. of like WrestleMania 9 and 10. So, I mean, I guess it's okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but uh, there's a kicker. <laughs> Sheamus, Sheamus comes down and cash in the contract. I'm sorry, Crash, no, WrestleMania. No, but he's not successful. Nobody... nobody pin Brock Lesnar until he's getting ready to leave the company. He's a very special attraction, something I haven't seen in wrestling ever in my lifetime. And it goes back to Andre the Giant when he used to go to all the territories. And he would but be Damien Sandow stopped Sheamus because he, <laughs> yeah. because he, he had to find the bag and he never cashed it. <laughs> in one. Right, right. The title. <laughs> <laughs> What about this scenario, Dustin? And we do have to let you go because I got another caller I got to get on before we get off the air. But what about this scenario? And you know, because I, I already, I already had a home run with the Edge thing with Roman Reigns. So let me try this one on you. Um, what if Brock Lesnar bullies Sheamus into putting up his Money in the Bank briefcase in a match? So now Brock Lesnar's got the money in the bank briefcase, which honestly fits him a lot better than it would have Sheamus anyway. 
Um, now, Brock Lesnar, in turn, <coughs> wins the Royal Rumble, guaranteeing his title shot at WrestleMania. So now you've got two months of build-up where Seth Rollins has got to look over his shoulder because Brock Lesnar has this briefcase, and he's done him for him anyway. He's got to cash in at WrestleMania. But he could cash in at any moment along the way, too. To me, that makes two months of really exciting television. I, oh, yeah? You you can do... <laughs> Brock Lesnar, I saw an interview with Paul Heyman said he's never seen anything like Brock ever in wrestling. And that's true. You can do anything with Brock Lesnar, and as long as he's yelling and beating people up, <laughs> it'll work. I mean, if, if you want to put him in a rumble... And just have his music go off in the middle of the room where he just throws everybody out. He wins without breaking a sweat. It'd be I'd be perfectly fine with it because he's Brock Lesnar and fits his character. So if you want to have him, he could treat him like Mike um, Heidenreich did Michael Cole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> grab him by his mouth, put him on the wall. All right, Dustin. Um, uh, Brad, one more, one more thing to ask you. Um, hey, you think you're a team with the uh, the Undertaker and Kane at Survivor Series versus the uh, the Wild Family? Oh, that's you, Jesus Christ. That's okay. I Jesus I think Christ. it will be, and I could be wrong here. Um, <laughs> don't I remember the Usos getting hurt by the Wyatt? I think the Usos are going to be in that match. Oh, I. And I think um, you need one more singles guy that no one cares about. Uh, Cesaro. That's nice. I meant that no one in the office cares. You know, I meant that no one in the office talk about, cares. People talk about John Cena burying Bray Wyatt. No, no, no. What I watched on Raw last night, that <laughs> was worse than anything that John Cena ever did to Bray Wyatt. That was so bad to watch. It was terrible. <laughs> he has lightning powers now. It's 2015. <laughs> he got them off the Undertaker. <laughs> oh, 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 like Shazam. Shazam. That was cool, though. It was cool to see. Like I'm watching it with my son because he didn't have school today, so he stayed up. And we're watching it, and he's looking at me like that. And I'm like, I know. And and they did that stuff when I was a kid. Like, I'm almost 30 years old, and they're still doing that stuff. With me. Come on. He just had a kick-ass match with Brock Lesnar, and now his powers were taken from Bray Wyatt. What the hell is going on? Because Nick, me and Bray Wyatt cry can fly. Because your daddy's not in my, um, Mike Rotundo. <laughs> Mike Rotundo, yeah. <laughs> hey, Dustin, we got to let you go. Uh, uh, but you're going to call in on Sunday, uh, 6, 5 Central. You're going to call this number that you called here tonight, and uh, you will do the NASCAR Dustin's Room Room Wrap-Up. Oh, it's NASCAR Talk with Dustin. NASCAR Talk with Dustin, right, I got it. Uh, and I will make sure to include that on the schedule for the for the show. So thank you very much, sir. You are a gentleman and a scholar, and uh, uh, I'm how sure. Long, how long is the show? What? Uh, what's the how long? What's the time limit? Two hours. Two hours. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Damn. <laughs> there we go. 
I'll I'll see what I, I'll try to call in. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, theme music for that show should be Bob Spark Plugs Holly old theme song. Remember that? That's, oh yeah, that was awesome. That should be a really good show. I used to love that. Dustin's NASCAR wrap up this Sunday. Wrap. I'm never gonna be able to remember this. NASCAR talk with Dustin. NASCAR talk with Dustin. All right. Yes. Hey, Dustin. Uh, best of luck with everything. I'll, uh, I'll talk oh, to you next funny. week, bud. If I can call in, I will. All right. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Hey, Dustin. Hey, Dustin, are you yeah. still there? Yeah. I love you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never, I, that's, that's never not going to be awesome. Ever. <laughs> I, I really thought, I really thought, like, I, I got to stop doing it. Mexican people, 
We got Ray Mysterio Jr. might be coming back. Wow. Do you remember when they booed him before because they thought he was going to be Daniel Bryan? Yeah, poor guy. Yeah, they booed him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had nothing to do with that. He'd become oh, the captain check. And they booed for I Ray. Think, I think Ray Mysterio is going to win that role. In Philly. Rumble. That was Philly. Yeah, fucking Excuse my language. Philly. Philly booed Ray Mysterio. You guys are monsters. <laughs> and I think it was just signed today. All right. No, that was two years ago, Derek. We didn't boo Ray. We were we were going rough and rain from the rock. You ready for this one? They booed the rock. That, I, I'm gonna say Dallas people, watch out for the big Indian because the Tonka's coming to Dallas on the WWE. Chill. He's just signed with American. WWE again. I conquer. Native American rap boy. Don't be offensive. <laughs> By the way, in, a, in, 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 in what's like the most amazing thing I've ever heard, Tatanka means white buffalo. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. Yeah, yeah. White, and uh, he returns back in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> you think Tatanka is going to... Wasn't he on SmackDown a couple years ago? Yeah, years ago, man. He was the Indian. You want to knock some cow A Native American rap boy. You want to knock some cow No. White warrior. I got fucking kickboxer. Oh, yeah. Right. And, and, and I just want to say, uh, to Derek there, <laughs> what happened to, uh, to the Giants? Rap boy, get off the line before I hurt you. Basically, you can just come on the show to, to, to mock me, rap boy, to make fun of me. <laughs> no, I, I'm, and, and what happened to Dallas? Man, they all lost, didn't they? Rap boy, could you not see the Giants losing players every time they were on defense? Like it's like somebody was shooting these guys with a sniper rifle. <laughs> well, 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 if you look at it, if you look at it, I think I think Joe is going to win win it this year. Stop it, Rap Boy. Stop it, please. You just made no, that no, we had to buy week. Will you the drink it tonight? No. They might win okay. they might win the division because everybody's hurt. But that's about it. Mm. Yeah, but the, but, the, <laughs> but I gotta give the Giants. That was an awesome, awesome game. When the Giants I've against never, I've never seen a score oh. that high. Me either, and and either. I almost had a heart attack. It was it was so bad. I couldn't watch it. It was so bad. Like they just kept scoring. It's like what in the world? This is football. Tackle so much. It, it's yeah. like a college team. It was like they were all playing in those sumo suits, where like you just bounce off somebody. Oh wow! And then it, it was a college oh, team. Oh, no. Number 34 for the Giants is down. Number 20 for the Giants. It's like, is somebody, like, have a voodoo doll and they're taking out all our, our – we lost everybody in our secondary. Well, you were playing in New Orleans, so. Uh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, you're right. You were kicked, too. You're dead. Uh, and, look at, and, and look at the uh, – <laughs> uh, uh, you have to look at the um, – what they've done, though. They broke a couple records, though, that day. Yeah, they – yeah. The I mean, kicker, 51 yards. Boom! He kicked it. He and, got and, it in there. And and as grown up as a as a little brother, <laughs> Eli and Peyton, Eli and Peyton Manning had the perfect big brother little brother, little brother moment where Eli threw six touchdowns and he lost. 
Peyton threw zero touchdowns and he won. That that's typical big brother little brother thing right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I saw the last quarter and I'm telling you, man, it was awesome. Well, thank you, Rapper, for ruining my night. Um, I'm sad again. <laughs> and I screwed over this so that still go. I'm like, yes, 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 they done it. They won. Yeah. All right, thank the you, Eagles got a chance now to go go to thank, the Super Bowl. Thank you, thank you, Rapper. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. I'm not mocking you, you know, that's my that's my No, my no, you're theory. not mocking me at all. No, no, you're not mocking me at all. <laughs> what, you want me to mock you? Maybe, maybe uh I don't, I don't need to be a, a new day for you with a whole new, da- with a whole new uh, giant team. Oh, uh, 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 here we go. What, what were you maybe, maybe you can get your new day to be the quarterback, one of them. Maybe we need a unicorn or something. That wouldn't work. <laughs> you, would, you wouldn't want the new day as your quarterback. <laughs> Why, Brady? Why wouldn't it work, Brady? Because none of them are quarterbacks. Insert what? the sound effect right there. <laughs> because because there's never there's never been a wrestler who won a Super Bowl. If you catch my drift. Oh oh, I, Doug Williams wasn't a wrestler, but I see what you're hitting at, Brady. I appreciate that. <laughs> I did. I did. There was one wrestler done the uh, Super Bowl. Who? Ron Simmons. No, Rap Boy. He didn't win the Super Bowl. Dallas Cowboys. No, no Rap Boy. Ron, Ron Simmons, and he, was a, he was an amazing college player, but he he didn't do too much the way of the NFL. Damn. But I would say Biggie is an offensive lineman. Cowboys. Yeah. Let's say for the Cowboys. Biggie is an offensive lineman. I would, too. I would, too. We're as a stripper with those breast implants. Rap Boy... Oh, now you're going to mock the man's body. You're going to mock his body, Brady. Brady, wait a minute. i got to tell you guys something. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. I lost control. I'm about to sh- Brady, i got to tell you something. What? Remember that girl What's that up, we Brad? met at the diner? Yeah. Oh, no. Did you let, yeah. did you let her go? Uh, what? Did you let her out of your trunk? She's gone. She's free. 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 She's Oh. No. Oh, I thought she was going to the Halloween party. Yeah, but she's supposed to come up here uh, this weekend to hang out with me. Nice. Wow. Flooding yeah. romance. Oh, man. Oh, girl. Turn to butter, but wow. Turn to brother. Huh? <laughs> I feel like we should... Rapper, what were you for Halloween? Friday night... Hang on. Friday night, I was called Hogan. Uh, and of course. Saturday night, and Saturday night, I was rat dust. Rat dust. Rat dust. I love the rat dust. <laughs> rat boy, rat boy, you 
want to hear a funny story? I went to a Halloween party, and um, it was with a bunch of people I did not like. Well, I liked some of the people, but most of the people I did. But there was a Hulk Hogan there, but it was a black guy. Isn't that crazy, rap boy? Isn't that crazy, rap boy? Alright, what did you call him? You call him a, a white cracker or, or the M word? Rap boy! Rap boy, how dare you! <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Oh my god! Boy, you can't say that. No, I didn't call him that, rap boy. How dare? <laughs> I, I apologize to the viewers out there. I'm, I'm in no way a racist. Did you, did, oh. did you go up and get that, get, get, get that guy and ask him that? No, Paul Cogan is a white cracker. He's not a. No, rap boy, don't say it again. Rap boy. <laughs> What do you think Hulk Hogan would think of that? Yeah, what? What would Hulk Hogan say if you knew you was calling him that rat boy? Brother. Yo, brother, he's not got me when I call him a white cracker, brother. Rat boy, no, all right, yeah. rat boy, enough. enough. <laughs> don't, don't say it again, yeah. rat boy. This just sounds like a conversation that I was rat boy. This this sounds well, like a conversation that I had with Rapboy. I was cracking jokes left and right on him, and he loved it. This just this sounds like the conversation that I had. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, finish it, Brady. I'm curious now. This sounds like the conversation that I had with Rapboy in the latest South Jersey Wrestle Fest, where he's talking about walking up to uh, New Jack and telling him that his favorite cracker was it. And I was like, you can't say that. Just please, just don't go near him. Just please, just don't go near him. <laughs> stay, stay away. Hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's an offensive word. You can't say that, Rapport. What word? The, the cracker? Rapport! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're Dry Ritz or We do got a couple of restaurants around here called Cracker Barrel. Yes, I'm very familiar. I'm very familiar with, with, the, with the barrel. You ain't going to get me to say it. I'm very familiar with the barrel, that boy. Very the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> go in there one day and you'd be a cracker, too. Rap boy! Oh, snap. All right, all right, all right. Stop. Alright, that's it. That's it. Oh my yes, god. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize to my Caucasian brothers and sisters out there. I, I apologize. I, like I apologize, apologize to all my crackers. Well, he's got some soft like behavior them. tonight, doesn't he? <laughs> we just went back to the attitude like, era. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Rapley, if you could rename the Washington Redskins, what would you call them? Oh, there no. We go. Oh. There we go. I would not answer that question if I were you. I'll record in the Jordan's back. What? What? <laughs> yeah, I'm back Jane. after an hour Jane of technical heads. difficulties. <laughs> right. The Washington Redskins, the skinheads. The skinheads. Oh, my God. Are you drunk? What is going Are you drunk? No, I'm not drunk. I'm normal. I was trying to do an That is true. Rap, rap boy being rap boy. Good old rap boy. Oh, my God. I tried you know to be a rap boy, you know? And, and, and is that, is that, you know that, what that Jordan? 
<laughs> yeah, during the back. Uh, you, you know what happened with Rap Boy? It, it's funny. Um, well, it's not too funny, but um, Anonymous no, wanted to expose him. Anonymous wanted to expose him. So um, oh, he yeah. decided he's right. going to put it all after tonight. That's right, yeah. Getting ahead of the story, Rap Boy, before it comes out. Getting ahead of the papers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> he has no idea. And that's fine. <laughs> you know, that, 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 that black and white newspaper that you get, it's not color. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Better be glad it'll about a military. It'll be on, be on a cartoon page. Red Bull needs a good cartoon page. This is probably you guys are the best. I'm not a militant. You better be glad there's no nation of domination in me, Rat Boy. I love everybody. I come to you. <laughs> does, does it bother you guys as like Hulk Hogan fans from the 80s that Hulk Hogan was darker than most of the black wrestlers? Oh. And that he would say that? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come Brady Hicks, everybody. Brady Hicks. <laughs> he must have been a spicy cracker. Uh, I'm thinking, though, what if huh? I got, like, a Hulk Hogan 80s tan? That would suit the look, I think. I don't know. Yeah, you tell him, Jake. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I'm just looking for Brooks so I can make Hulk Hogan mad. I don't play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> My football career ended in college, so I'm I'm looking for Brooks. Holla at me, Brooks. Holla at a player, Brooks. See, I, I think Hulk Hogan would like you there, Derek. I do. I really do. Well, he ain't got no choice. Yeah, you, you, you better watch it, Derek. If you talk to Hogan, he might just uh, give you that little M word. Oh, I'll tell you something. I, mm. The best way to get back, the best way to get back at Hogan was to um to find Brooke and we make some little McDonald babies, some little cute Milano babies. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the best way for me to get back at Hogan. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! Just call him Michael Hayes. Just call him Michael Hayes. This show started with so much potential. I, I don't know where it's going. <laughs> I, really um, I feel like from the moment I asked Salivander Jones about the origins of his name, I feel like the entire show fell apart. Um, <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look, it's the white. It's the white We're the same. We're the same. We're the same height too, bro. Come on now. The white she devil. She is tall. She's a tall drink of water. She's very. She's very tall. And and to, to have a wrestling tie-in, I was watching the old WCW Nitro. That's what I do sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it was during the, um, the storyline where Elizabeth. Um, <laughs> Where, where Elizabeth was with Ric Flair and they were spending all her alimony money, you know, for the Macho Man, and and Ric Flair being Ric Flair in the middle of a, a interview with Mean Gene, right? He looks at the camera and he tells Mean Gene while rubbing Elizabeth's legs that women with long legs make great lovers. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Holla at me, bro. <laughs> 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 I, I remember that. I, I remember that uh, big thing about Ric Flair and the Macho big Man. What, 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 what she wanted, all this other stuff. She's whining, dying. I remember that. I remember that. 
Another great Ric Flair moment is when he called Elizabeth Hughes Goods. Awesome. Mm. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. He said, Hughes Goods. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) If if we're talking Ric Flair, Randy Savage moments, my all-time favorite has to be um, back around WrestleMania 8 when Flair was alluding to, like, having had Liz before Savage did. And they had all these, like, doctored photos. Remember those? They'd be, like, in the pool together. And <laughs> and it was all, like, pictures of sad. And they had the, the pillows with the R and the L. And then, like, it was revealed that they was really Randy and Liz. <laughs> and, and the way they were able to prove it, I'll never forget, it was Vic Venom, the... Um, the the alternate ego for uh, for for Vince Russo, he was the one that ultimately proved that it was Randy Savage, uh, because they had like Coliseum home videos from like <laughs> as recently as like a year before, which like mm-hmm. Ric Flair couldn't have had Liz before that, and have like WrestleMania six on VHS. <laughs> it was just great. The whole angle was just oh, incredible. And then, do you I remember Ric Flair at WrestleMania Eight? He said he was gonna he was gonna embarrass Randy Savage by showing a naughty picture of Liz to, to everybody yeah. in the stadium, <laughs> and it yeah. never happened. It never happened. But they really alluded to it. I really thought they were gonna do something. I, I just wish every bad guy, every bad guy, should have some Ric Flair. Yeah. I, I remember Ric Flair by the table out there, and it, he was whining and dying for the whole night. Elizabeth used to run that table. He used, to, he used to be at center stage in the old NWA days, and he would he would say, "Hey, sit down, fat boy. My chain costs more. No, my shoes cost more than your house. Like that's amazing. That's, <laughs> that's great. That's great hill stuff right there." Yeah, skinny boy. <laughs> skinny boy. Skinny boy, skinny. <laughs> all, right. uh, all right, hey, Rappi. I'm going to show you how you not to take the steroids. Okay, Rappi. Oh I lost control tonight. I, I, I have no control over any of this. I really don't. I am I am a passenger in this car at this point. And, uh, um, hope I didn't offend you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you offended Hulk, but you didn't offend Bro. I don't care. I don't care if I offended him. <laughs> What's on your What are you talking about, though? I'm sorry. <clears throat> let's uh, let's let's start to wrap things up here, Rap Boy. We're gonna let you go, but uh, good luck with the waitress, and um, we'll talk to you <laughs> <Yeah>. soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I see you guys on the floor. Go get him, Rat Boy. What's after, that, Rat Boy? I, after, I see you guys on the wait, floor. Wait, 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 wait. Before we, before we let Rat Boy go, tell us about the waitress. Like, what's this whole thing with the waitress? Like, what level are you on here? The snake wants to know. 
How do you know uh, about this Garver snake? This snake. Oh, oh no. Put it this way. She's wild and crazy, just like me. That's very good. And she's scared. And she's scared. No. Tell her to follow me on Twitter, Jordan J. Garver. I'm just kidding. No. Good luck with your, good luck with your date, Rapway. That's awesome. Is she hairy, Rapway? She hairy. Do you guys Uh-oh. see next week what happens? I don't want to be an accessory to that rapper. I don't need to know what happened. I don't need to know anything. Put it this way. Whatever happens behind closed doors, underneath the covers, I will never tell. Thank you. <laughs> what if it's in a hidden room below the floorboard? <laughs> but but in, in about six or seven weeks, she might just come back to me and say, Oh, baby, you just got me pregnant. Oh, I was going to say six to, baby six to seven weeks is probably the gestation period for a rat, I would assume. So Maybe we'll have a little... No way, I will, post, I will post everything up what happened. Maybe, <laughs> rat boy, maybe, maybe my little my little Milano McDonald Hogan babies can beat up your rat boy babies. Maybe... <laughs> I was now, Derek, a weird dating war. Derek, would you take Hulk Hogan, would you take Brooke Hogan's name if you got married to Brooke? <laughs> I'm still a man at the end of the day. I'm still a man at the end of the day. <laughs> I know, but... <laughs> you could be a Hogan. You can't, you can't imagine that Brooke McDonald. Brooke McDonald, there you go. <laughs> In the room with Jordan J. Garber, Brady Hicks, the Stroh, and... Brooke McDonald and Harris McDonald. Imagine the how that would sound. And Kathy. You forgot Kathy. And, and Kathy, of course. Who can forget Kathy? No. Who can forget? All right. <laughs> there we go. Uh, right, Rap boys, thank uh, you for calling. Right, let me go. Right, yeah, what were you saying? November 14th in Delaware? Why are you going to Delaware on November 14th? There's some kind of uh, choice for pop benefit there. Oh, okay. Well, and have fun with that. Right, Elf. Go Blue Now, if you're thinking ECWA, you're confusing this. They want to do for December, I think. No, I heard it for the 14th of this month. Okay. Well, it's not ECWA then, so. All right. That's the no. one crap, boy. Take care, bud. All right, take care. Love you, Rap Oh, boy. Brady. Brady, I love yeah. you. Guys, listen, we got to get out of here. We have In the Room Live from WrestleFest coming up in just five minutes here on the network. Uh, and let's start out with you, Jordan. Anything you want to plug? Uh, no, just uh, keep up the support and uh, follow me on Twitter at Jordan J. Garber. It's great to be on again for the 10 minutes that I have been on. Um, besides the technical difficulties, it was good to be on tonight, and uh, I'm looking forward to being back on next week. Now, at what point is the Barber State going to become your Twitter? That is not going to become my Twitter. My Twitter is going to stay <laughs> at Jordan J. Garber, the parrot shirt-wearing guy. And um, the Garber State, <laughs> okay. that's old news. There's a lot of new news coming up with Jordan J. Garber. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So there we go. Uh, Kathy, anything you want to plug? No, I'll break Okay, you're all right. Uh, Derek, anything you want to plug? 
Um, I had a, a very naughty joke about plugging and um for Hogan, but um no, nothing I want to plug. Um, I am going to try to come up with a name as cool as the snake. Um, I got to think about it. I don't know exactly what it is yet, but I will have one by next week. I guarantee it. All right, <laughs> Stroud, tell us a little bit about what you've got going on. But tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, WCW Retro, right here in VOCNation.com and TheBradyHicks.com. Um, November 14th, I'll be returning to New Jersey, Pacific New Jersey, defending uh, the UPWA Heavyweight Championship against Pete Nixon at the Pacific High School, uh, bell time 7 o'clock, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, November 21st, I will be uh, at the premiere of a movie I'm in called The Hollow Oak. The Dylan Hall in Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Walking the red carpet for that one. Uh, November 28th, returning to WrestleCade, Ben Convention Center in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. For more information, go to WrestleCade.com for more info. And uh, Checkpoint, the trailer's out now. Go to CheckpointTheMovie.com. Uh, that's the film that I'm in with uh, Bill Goldberg, Kenny Johnson, Wayne Forsyth, Minnie Johnson, Fred Williamson, and All-Star Cast. That'll be released next year, 2016. And more info and online social media about wrestling, film, what have you. Go to my official website at thestro.com, T-A-T-S-T-R-O.com, Facebook, Stro the Maestro, and Twitter at the Stro. Awesome, and and we'll be back here next week in the room, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Uh, I forgot to mention actually next week, uh, Glacier, uh, Ray, Ray Lloyd, I believe his name is, but Glacier, former WCW star. Uh, will be joining us at the top of the program. I'm very excited about that. We've had him on once before, and he was a great interview, so that should be a lot of fun. Uh, everybody definitely go check that out. Uh, November 21st, ECWA Mason's return to Delaware with ECWA for Life. Uh, tickets and information, visit ECWAProWrestling.com. That's November 21st in Newcastle, Delaware. And I also want to remind everyone please go check out AngryMarks.com, the proud sponsor of the Raw Reaction. A fantastic wrestling news site and uh, wrestling network. Uh, much like the VOC Nation, you know, they have a lot of great content. Everybody, please go check out AngryMarks.com for all that stuff. As well as AngryMarks.com presents the Raw Reaction live Monday nights, 1130, right here on the VOC Nation radio network. Uh, plus, uh, stay tuned, guys. Stay tuned to the network, VOCNation.com. 11.30, in the room, uh, live from South Jersey WrestleFest. That's coming up in just seconds right here on the network. But you got to refresh the feed. Go to VOCNation.com, and that'll have everything that you need for that. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for your time here tonight. Thank you to Salamander Jones, to Kathy, to Stro, Derek, Jordan, Rapoy, Dawson, everybody. Uh, have a great week. Be good to each other. We'll talk to you guys next week. Take care.
Hey, this is a Total Package, Lex Luger, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know later there, too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. Yeah, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.